Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third episode of the Academic Skills Center's Savvy Student Podcast. The Academic Skills Center covers a wide range of student success services, from writing courses and workshops to stats, math, accounting, and SPSS tutoring. Today, we are hearing from one of our own instructional support specialists in statistics and Walden University graduate, Dr. Patrick Dunn. I went back to school at Walden in 2011, and basically my older son and I went off to college at the same time. He went to Texas A&M, and I went to Walden. My name is Sean Piest. I'm the manager of faculty outreach and student communication and your host of the Savvy Student Podcast. So sit back, listen up, and get ready for a great show. All right, so welcome, Pat, to the third podcast. You know, as I do with everybody that I talk to on the podcast, is I want to give a brief introduction about your accomplishments, and then you can update me as needed because I'm reading from your bio from the website. So um, you have 30 years of experience as a clinical exercise physiologist and program director in the field of cardiac rehabilitation and quality management. You hold a BS in education from University of Dayton, an MS from Purdue, and an MBA from Indiana University, and I know I'm missing one there. you're going to have to tell me exactly what that is. You work on the patient and healthcare innovation team for the American Heart Association. You are a contributing faculty at Walden in the public health uh, program. You are founder of yourheartscore.com, and you are an instructional support specialist in stats with the Academic Skills Center. Wow. Now, I know I missed a degree. You uh, did miss Walden. a degree. I am yeah. the loudest and proudest 2015 <laughs> graduate of Walden University. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated uh, with a a PhD in public health with a focus in uh, community health education in 2015. Well, that tells me that we need to update your bio on the website. Uh Aha, absolutely. (laughs) So, and you've been tutoring with the Academic Skills Center since it looks about 2012. Can you tell us a little bit how you acquired that position and then walk us through a typical tutoring appointment? So first, how I acquired it, I went back to school at Walden in 2011. And basically, my older son and I went off to college at the same time. He went to Texas A&M and I went to Walden. And because of that, I'm going to have to figure out how to pay for my education out of my own you know, a little kitty bank. So I took biostats, got an A, did not consider myself a statistician by any means. I was thrilled to get an A in the course. And after the course, I got a notification, hey, your professor has recommended you to be an embedded peer mentor in the biostats courses. Oh, wow. I'm I'm like, cool. That's a way to, you know, knock off some of that, you know, the expense of, of higher education. Yeah. I said, what the heck? I, you know, I'm a kind of a number cruncher, kind of a numbers guy. So I applied and I got it. And I will have to say, Sean, it's allowed me to just grow in my statistics knowledge, partly because I wasn't, you know, an expert in stats when I started. I really had to study. I really had to prepare for tutoring sessions. And by doing that, my own stats knowledge just grew to the point that I am now actually teaching biostatistics in the College of Health Sciences at at Walden University. So it really, really kind of did go full circle. That's amazing. I didn't see. I didn't know your, um, for lack of a better term, your origin story. I didn't. I didn't realize a faculty member had recommended you. That's fantastic. Now, as far as a typical session, I tend to work with the non-dissertation students. So they're students taking courses, and there's really kind of two things that I 
deal with before we ever get into the math and the stats. One is stats anxiety. Quite honestly, everybody has it, whether they admit it or not. Everybody gets nervous about, you know, do I, do I know enough to, to get through this? The other stats literacy, and these kind of go hand in hand. We're not born as natural stats people. It's an acquired knowledge. You have to learn it, just like you learn to play a musical instrument, just like you learn to play a sport, okay? At least most of us aren't naturally born that way. So you have to learn. You have to learn the, the terms. You have to understand the concepts. And then once you do that, then, you know, frankly, your stats anxiety goes away and your ability to uh, do well in your stats course significantly improves. I imagine that the topic of stats anxiety is something that you're quite familiar with in the sense that you, you weren't somebody who thought you knew a lot about biostats when you started and something you probably feel quite passionate about because it's something you went through. Well, and what I do, quite honestly, Sean, is I, I really pull in my, my two worlds. I've worked in the field of cardiac rehab for mm-hmm. 30 years, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, really working with um, people with, with heart disease and diabetes. And as you can imagine, there's a tremendous amount of anxiety, you know, if you had a heart attack or you've been just been diagnosed with, with uh, diabetes, and there's a health literacy component. So the concepts that I learned, I'm applying those exact same concepts to stats and stats literacy, and it, it actually works just as well. And, you know, you are working on, um, you're working on a statistics seminar with WCSS. WCSS is, for um, those listening, it's Walden Center for Student Success, and it hosts a bevy of workshops and courses. So this will be the first SPS skills seminar for doctoral students uh-huh. in the WCSS program, and you had a very, very heavy hand in creating this, Pat. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, first of all, it's been quite an honor to even be able to be involved in this. What we've done is uh, it's really based on what I call statistics literacy, and it's really designed for a student who has finished their coursework and is now preparing for their dissertation or their doctoral capstone project. The whole idea is, you know, when you're taking courses, you have assignments. What's very different when you get into your own research, and it's, you know, a lot of times it's kind of an open slate. And a lot of students really lack the basic fundamental skills they need to just navigate into SPSS. How do I create a data set? How do I I modify my variables so they're going to work for me in my statistical analysis? And then ultimately, how do I put this all into an APA format that when I do get to my own research, it's going to actually pass through form and style? So the idea really is to give a student an opportunity to kind of brush up on those skills and, you know, practice some of these things. So then when they get to their own research, they're much more prepared. And just like anything else, the more you're comfortable with it, the easier it's going to get. And that's, that's what I've found is, you know, the more... The more I study statistics, the easier it gets. Yeah, I, I haven't found that because I don't study statistics. So, <laughs> I, if I wanted to learn about them, you yeah, be the person I'm coming to. Could you tell us a little bit about what yourheartscore.com is and what that, um, uh, how that relates to your work? Yeah, so you know, of course, everybody wants to start their own business. I mm-hmm. did in 2008, so I started my own company. It's called Your Heart Score. I do a variety of things. Consulting is one of them, mm-hmm. but primarily what I do is writing. So I do a lot of medical writing. And this is, you know, kind of led me into, frankly, going back to school. I would write papers, articles, uh, reports, 
I start, and that's kind of how I started working with the Dallas Fort Worth Business Group on Health. That led me to the American Diabetes Association. Wow. Like, and then eventually I started doing similar work for the American Heart Association. So, your degree in public health um, with Walden, your PhD in public health, is, is a perfect fit for you. It's a perfect fit. You know, even the stats and even the research that I'm doing is a, literally a perfect fit. But what I'm doing, even beyond that, is I'm actually designing a, a research agenda designed for technology and innovation. The American Heart Association is a very traditional research organization. So we do registries, we do clinical trials. The randomized clinical trial, as an example, you, know, you take a medication and you control for that medication. You compare it to you know, uh, you know, a control group and you can test to see whether that medication is achieving your desired outcome. Well, if you think about it, with technology-based solutions and innovative solutions, the technology is constantly changing. So trying to control for a variable that you know needs to constantly change is very, is very problematic, actually. Because if, yeah. if you do control for it, say, okay, the techno this technology can't change for the next five years. Sure. The iPhone is only 10 years old. Mm -hmm. Clinical trials on the use of iPhones would like just now be coming out. And so it's like, point. well, yeah, but a, you know, but the first version of the iPhone is nothing like the current version of the iPhone, <laughs> right? Yep. So I'm actually very involved with our research teams in really redesigning how you do research on technology applications. So it's wow. very exciting. But it, yeah. it does allow me to kind of, you know, the PhD in public health hat and the, you know, the public health American Heart Association hat. It really allows me to marry those two together. Sure. That's, that was really cool, Pat. It always amazes me. It never ceases to amaze me that every time I do these, I get to learn the extent of what not only people who work in the ASC are doing, but what, what, what they're doing in their home lives, what they're doing in their professional lives, and um, how they got to the point. And I think it's just absolutely amazing to find out that people who started as graduate assistants are now working part-time here and doing this and active uh -huh. here. And it's, it's just amazing to me. You know, just to add to that, it's, it's really an honor to, you know, kind of give back and really be on the like the other side of the equation yeah and you know the best example i can give is you know i graduated in 2015 so i went through commencement in january of 2016 actually that's where i believe you and i met for yep. the first time yes and there's a recording of that on our website there somewhere, <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> well i had the opportunity to go through commencement and you know i got to um actually process in with the faculty Mm -hmm. And I tell you, that was a very heady experience. Yeah. So, you know, being a student, you know, literally my whole life, that was that was an, an incredible honor. And I actually got to process in and sit next to my chair, Dr. Uh, Vesilius Margaritis from Athens, Greece. Wow. So that was that was a very, very cool, very heady, heady experience. Wow. And, you know, it's. I remember um, I attended a national faculty meeting. I think it was maybe two two national faculty meetings ago where you were on the faculty side of the presentation yeah, I was making. Yeah, yeah. And I mentioned one of the faculty members asked if we had Excel resources, and I couldn't think of exactly where we had them. And sure enough, you spoke up and said, well, they're right over on this page. And I, yeah. <laughs> it was just such an interesting experience. I'm like, well, Pat could help us out. And <laughs> it's, well, it's also cool now that you know uh, Dr. Zin Tui is also contributing faculty 
absolutely. And we're in yeah. fact teaching the same course. Staff, faculty, and students. That's quite a wrap up. And you and you and Zinn have yeah. both been on that side. That's really impressive. And Sarah. Um, yeah. All three and of Sarah. Us now. Yep. Three episodes in a row with that. I think that's a, a rich experiences that, Wal- that Walden students have, which I think is really uh-huh. cool. So. Uh-huh. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much for joining me today, Pat. I'm really pleased to be able to sit down and talk with you and share your story and share your experiences with um, Walden students um, who want to hear more about what you do. And where can uh, students find you? In fact, <laughs> students are finding me because I'm also now serving on um, doctoral committees. Oh, wow. Um, so I have uh, so public health students. Uh, yeah. So I'm able to, uh, I'm not a chairperson yet. I, yeah. I want to get some experience as a committee member. Sure. But I'm, I'm serving on five committees right now. Wow. Um, so I know students are finding me that way as well. Yeah. It's just such a rich experience for you, and I bet it is for them too. Well, thank right. you very much, Pat. And I will yep. hope to see you Thanks, soon. Sean. Good luck with everything. Okay. Yep. Bye. Bye-bye. I would like to thank my guest this month, Dr. Patrick Dunn, for speaking with us. Be sure to check out the show notes on our blog to find out more about our discussion this month. And you can find out more about Dr. Dunn by visiting his website, yourheartscore.com. Be sure to make an appointment with Pat by visiting academicskills.waldenu.edu and clicking on the blue tutoring button on the left menu. Finally, don't forget to check out our website at academicskills.waldenu.edu. Subscribe to our Savvy Student Newsletter, join a webinar, and read our blog. There are so many ways to be in the know here at the ASC. So until next time, Walden students, stay savvy.